0: everybody. This is me, Lainey Leonards. I'm excited to be here. I'm happy that you're here. Round of applause. Uh, give it up for my mom. She's been very supportive for all of my life. And guess what? This week, I was super afraid that I was about to get stalked. So it got... Close? I think. I'm not sure. I'm killing it at flirting right now. Just FYI. And I'm going to give you a little bit of advice on friendship and nightlife. Uh, but mostly, I'm just going to tell you about this fucked up thing that happened to me this week that I did not see coming. So I guess stay tuned for It's Laney because that's me. do 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 do. I don't feel happy all the time. You can't control my emotions. I'll do as I please. Um, okay, so I got dumped and then I got scared shitless. So now I'm going to talk about it and it's kind of spooky. So I guess get ready uh, and I guess prepare yourselves for battle because we're about to cast him out into the shadows of the nether realms because you know what? Bye-bye. Essentially, he told me like I was crazy. I was mentally ill. That was unacceptable. It didn't exist. And he, yeah, so he told me. I don't want my kids to have depression. Goodbye. I don't like that you take pills. We're done here. Goodbye. And then he hung up the phone. So then my best friend comes over and she rips everything off the walls that he's, you know, all the pictures of us, all the things I drew, um, you know, like portraits of him, like things he left there. And then you put them all in a suitcase and then you put them all in the closet so that it's just like uh, it was a trip you took and you got food poisoning. A bad boyfriend's like food poisoning. It's got to come out one way or the other. And that means part maybe out of your asshole. So anyway, um, so I was freaking out and... Sometimes anxiety puking. Did I already tell about the anxiety puking? I'm not very funny right now. So I'm just going to go with that because whatever I'm doing is the correct thing because I've been doing what other people told me to do and it's not – it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So I'll do it this way. I – what the fuck? I don't – I don't know what just happened. I did not expect it to happen. So he – jumps me heinously like that. And I am dealing I'm kind of reeling with the uh what would you call it? Reeling with the um emotional whiplash of the experience and then And I'm but I'm living my life. I had to move. So I'm in the middle. People keep starting arguments with me out of nowhere, like about my moving situation. They'll be like, hey, there's a couch or like, hey, you have to pay us for something that, I, you know, that doesn't exist. And so people keep and I don't have a bed and I'm, you know, always late to work. But I'm also like, doing i'm so they're paying me like $600 paychecks but i'm making $42,000 but i'm making thousands of of dollars in sales and so you know my essentially my job is gaslighting me as well but so i am so confused like i haven't stopped moving i didn't stop moving you know it's like i kind of slept you know you just it's like after a breakup you don't want to eat the same way that you did like i i couldn't like i one, there was one day all i ate was three chocolate chip cookies the whole day and it's like i can't eat anything but when i did it had to be chocolate chip cookies i don't know what it is it was just like i'm going to die or i'm going to have chocolate chip cookies that's the decision right now But so I was freaking out. I never stopped moving. Everything was, you know, vibrating. I'm freaking out. I'm trying to get myself to shower and get myself to go outside. And I'm managing to do that stuff. I managed to not take time off my job, even though I'm late all the time. Uh, I managed to kind of hold it together. And then at one point I found myself just openly, just super high, openly weeping to Kanye. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I just found myself there. And I was like, I am crying so hard, man. I am upset wow, I'm super fucking sad. It's coming out of my face and just Kanye's really emotional right now. And you know, when you get high, music really gets you if you just had a horrible thing happen to you. And uh, it's, oh God, it's the Kanye. Oof, it just gets me so emotional. Or the the Fiona. it's, It's the point where you have a breakup and then all of a sudden all music is like tearing your soul apart. And you're like, could you just not touch that for a while? It's kind of, it's got, it's kind of messed up right now. So could you like, we'll let it sit on the bench for a hot minute because we're trying to take a bit of a cool down period. We just had a pretty intense uh, wrestling match with a disgusting person. So. Basically, I'm just moving around and trying to get through it. When you're kind of in that surreal phase where you don't like really remember to eat, and you just kind of do things without thinking about them, and um, and then I started getting messages from a phone number that I didn't recognize, and I guess I should just summarize it. I so I started getting these messages from a phone number that I didn't recognize and it said like, Hey, so you're not answering. And I said, who is this? And this happens to me a lot because I um, don't save anybody's phone number. I like forget or what, you know, and so, and then when I get a new phone, I just don't transfer any of the numbers. And I just think to myself, well, if they find me, they'll find me, you know, if they want to see me, they'll see me. If not, well, who, I don't know who was Phil, you know? And so, And everybody has to do that, like new phone, who dis, whatever. Um, So yeah, I got this message from a strange number and it just was like, oh, so you're not answering. And I said, who is this? And then they said, you don't remember me. And I said, who is this? And they said, we met at a show. You gave me your number. And I was like, who is this? And they were like, we made out. Oh, now you don't remember me? And I was like, who is this? And they were like, okay, I guess you don't remember me. And so... And they and then they said, like, let's meet in Chicago. And I was like, who is this? I wrote it every time. Like, I was very clear. I, and so I texted my friends and I was like, hey, could you, like, I'm obviously not going to call this number, but could you try to call it or look it up or something and see? Because I Googled it. I couldn't find anything. And, they were, and see, try to figure out who it is. And so my friend texted it and the person said their name was James. And I... And then, as soon and then, my friend wrote, "Hey, stop! Uh, Lainey doesn't know who you are. Leave her the fuck alone. Like, stop bothering her. Like, whoever this is, get out of here." And uh, so, after, and I, in my conversation with the, whoever this person is, had just said, "Like, hey, this makes me feel unsafe. Who is this?" So I was like, "I'm going to go to the police." if you don't tell me who this is, because I'm really freaked out at this point. I don't know who this is. I don't know why they have this information about me. I don't know why they're being so persistent. If it was like, you know, this is now at a length of conversation where it's like, you're not just trying to send me a dick pic, you're trying to freak me out, you know? It, and so I was like, you know, tell me who this is or I'm going to the police. And then he was like, it's Jeff. I want my, sh-. like, I, I just wanted my shirt back. Wait, did, you pretended to be a different person so you could see if I was would fuck a stranger and why would you do that and he was like oh just having some fun and which sounds like a thing that like a terrifying murdering clown would say like that's so scary and he has to know that's so scary right like there's no way you don't know that's a terrifying thing to say right that's on purpose that's on purpose. And so I just, oh my God. And so I was obviously stunned and reeling and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Cause the first messages from this message, from this number I got were just, Hey, so you weren't, res- you won't respond. Who is this? I want you. Let's meet up in Chicago and spend the night together. Who is this? A fan. Who is this? I'm a fan from your show. Don't you remember giving me your number? What is your name? Guess you don't want to have fun. Who is this? Never mind then. We made out. Now you don't remember me? This interaction makes me feel unsafe. Wrong number. (laughs) You clearly knew who I was. Give me your last name so that I do not feel threatened or I will go to the police with your IP address. It's Jeff. I wanted to see if you had my shirt, but I don't care that much. NVM. (laughs) Which is like wow what what a casual way to back out of it there champ oh my god first of all okay so this is like i am terrified at this point but i'm gonna laugh about it now because what the fuck is that <laughs> wrong number okay this interaction makes me feel unsafe wrong number who would say that? Like, who would be like, oh, my God, I just caused a trauma. Wrong number. My B. Anyway, I'm going to go rob this bank now because I'm a horrible person who doesn't care about other people's feelings. Oh, my God. And then I said, it's like, does it, Okay, does he think I'm stupid at this point? Does he think I'm like playing dumb because he doesn't know I've blocked him? Like, I don't know whose phone number this is, but I was looking it up. It was from like Maywood, Illinois. Like who, what is that? Uh, it's Jeff. I wanted to see if you had my shirt, but I don't care that much. NVM. But you, why'd you pretend to be a person without a name? You don't need a shirt. Okay. N- NVM. Very casual, very casual, very clean, very fun. So I said, why did you pretend to be a different person? <laughs> because what is happened? <laughs> I don't. Why did you? And then he, oh, my God. And then he wrote, having some fun. What? Is that supposed to be like a, like a sex thing? Is that supposed to be like a hot, like, ooh, I'm predatory? Is that supposed to be because he knew it would freak me out? Because that sounds like a serial killer. Is that supposed to be some fun I don't know what that's supposed to mean but it's not supposed to be good I can tell you that oh my god yeah and then I said you made me feel unsafe on purpose because you wanted to know if I would fuck somebody else and he wrote dude that's what he wrote as if as if to say. Dude, come on. Like, you're way over analyzing this. My name is James. This isn't a big deal. Jeff wants me to get his shirt. All I want you to know is that you're a filthy whore and you should go fuck your mother. You know what I mean? It's... Like, you know, this is a regular situation. I'm eating ketchup out of an ice cream cone. Nothing is wrong here. There's nothing wrong with the Matrix. There hasn't been a glitch, glitch, glitch. We are fine. Robots, report. And then everybody shits themselves. <laughs> and so, like, what? Did, how did you think... Dude, as if I'm crazy. You made me, I had to, he made me say this crazy sentence and then he acted like I was nuts because you wanted to know if I would fuck somebody else. Because, first of all, I obviously wouldn't. I'm like super jealous and very possessive and hate men and their dicks. I don't, uh, I mean, I like them, unfortunately, but I don't like them unless I trust them and I don't trust them unless they've done a lot of, uh, proven that they seem like a pretty gay guy all right maybe we should take that out but okay uh (laughs) so he just wrote dude (laughs) and i i'm missing some parts now because i got real scared and i blocked him and then they told me and then somebody told me to unblock him in case he was trying to escalate it and then somebody else told me to block him again because but i was i was I was really, really scared and I didn't want to unblock him because I was afraid if I didn't see all the messages coming that I wouldn't know if he was coming to try to find me or get information about me or follow me me places because you can see where I am. I put it on the internet every week. And um, so I was scared. So I was afraid of – and also I was super high at this point. So I was in my house just openly weeping to Kanye, It was a surprise to me. It was like one of those things when all of a sudden your body is moving and you're like, wow, it's so crazy that tears are coming out of my face. And also I feel torn and broken in a way that I never have before. So that's like pretty crazy. But I also but at this point, I'm old enough also that I was doing it. And I was like, I get that this is what's supposed to happen. This is the right thing. We're doing it. We're doing it. Oh, woe is me. I will feel better. I'm dying inside. I will never be whole again. You probably will. You'll figure it out. I don't know if I'll make it. Yes, you will. Your mom hugs you like it's the it's man, it's really god, it's how do you cuz I've just been sometimes you just puke when did I tell you about this? Sometimes I and I've realized, OK, so sometimes when I get real stressed out about traumatic grief, I just start puking and I do not see it coming, buddy. I will tell you that I do not know when that chicken patty's coming up in the gutter of the swimming pool at Parkfield elementary school. That is a trauma vomit. A trauma. And I did not tell them until a couple hours later. (laughs) So then they freaked out and they had to close down the pool so they could clean it. But I had already puked in it like two hours earlier. So everybody was swimming in it anyway, which is like, you know what? It's probably not as bad as what I went through. I'm trauma puking in a swimming pool. This is more embarrassing. You could just share in this with me. Could you just be a chill classmate right? now and stop judging me and swim through my floating puke like what is wrong with you jesse so i that's uh something that that's a distinct memory i have of when my dad died is like not feeling anything for a while and then having like physical symptoms of it so I I started going to the nurse a lot because I had these really bad stomach aches that were just sadness in the pit of my body (laughs) man when I heard myself laugh last time to that it's terrifying it sounds so scary but it's because I'm trying to give people the chimpanzee you know you mirror the faces where I'm saying I'm okay (laughs) but I'm fine but people don't like it either when you're like casual about it that's why I can't figure out a happy medium because people don't like it when you're casual about your dead relatives and it's like I need to be casual about it it's just like chill it's just like part of his vibe is that he's like dead but his other thing is that he has a lot of cool football trophies you know what I mean like you get a six of one half a dozen of another in terms of dads oh man no it's just uh it's you know the ways that people react to (laughs) Was he cheating on you though? Oh my God. Thank you so much for mentioning that. I actually was worried nobody was going to bring it up. So the other day, I was, it was like the day after he dumped me, and I, I had a green tea real fast and I just power puked right into the streets of Logan Square. And oh my God, I had just had the green tea. So it was just clear and green, which is, but one girl saw me. I think I did tell you this, didn't I? One girl saw me and she was like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, and she was like... oh, are you sure? And I was like, not a problem. Like, (laughs) moving along. All right, nothing to see here. Just a girl in shorts overalls, puking green on the bench of a restaurant she hasn't attended. Maybe she has pigtails. Her Uber driver is coming. He drives a van full of blaring baseball statistics. She is happy to be alive. (laughs) Oh, so she watched me. And then I was like, okay, well, using context clues, I would say that I think I am perhaps a little bit stressed out because I did just vomit. And I feel that it is a physical reaction to the pain that my body has Shifted to my liver, you know. But I can't. Usually in a breakup, see, this is what people don't know. Usually in a breakup, all the pain shifts to your liver, and so that's why you drink a lot. It just it helps uh, process those through, you know, so that your filter gets back to working. But I can't drink, so I just uh, freak out. So, okay, so I'm terrified. I'm super high. I was just weeping to Kanye, and all of a sudden somebody's talking to me and I, I can't remember what he said. Cause I blocked him for a little bit, but I, he started saying like, I want to see you tonight. And I said, why are you, you know, like you dumped me. What do you want from me? I thought you didn't want to see me. And he's like, can you see me tonight? And I'm like, why do you want to see me? And he's like, cause I want to which is not a good argument at this point. You know what I mean? Like it, it was at a certain point, if you're in love with somebody and they're like, cause I want to. And then you're like, Ooh, it sounds so fun. We could high five. We could make cookies. We could do whatever. And, uh, when I'm excited, I sound like a little Mexican girl. We could do whatever, papi. And so I know you might have to edit it. I just don't know. Okay. So, um, why do you want to see me? Cause I want to. Okay. You 30 seconds ago were pretending that you didn't know who I was. So this is like a pretty big demand. Like you're really stepping up to the plate here. Like, listen, I did. It's as if he saw me puke in the pool. It's like if I if if he saw me puke in the pool and then I went up to him and I was like, yo, you want a kiss on the tongue, though? Like, that's what he's offering me right now. That's not useful to me and he's like because I want to why you said you don't want to be around me and he said stop ignoring me and come be with me tonight which is code for I'm right it's code stop ignore like and here's how he probably here's how how does it sound to them stop ignoring me and be with me tonight and then I said why if you're that horny just go fuck somebody else you dumped me I don't understand why you want to see me <laughs> St- <laughs> Sorry. stop it and be with me <laughs> Like what? I was like, why you dumped me? I don't need breakup sex. And then he said, it's not that simple. He's very sensitive. Uh, Why you dumped me? I do not go back and forth. And then he says, I'm not trying to date. Yeah no I got that. <laughs> I that was a pretty clear message and uh, at this point is not a great selling point. I don't he went straight from I don't want my children to grow up with the disgusting demon inside you Right to just let me right on into your puss there. You probably feel comfortable with that. No, I'm pretty clenched up right now, pal. I've been, I'm on the bench for a while now, but this, ooh, my cervix is the side, just the pinpoint. It's like the point of a needle. Nothing's going in or coming out. I won't have a baby till 2,862. And I made up that year, but it sounds like I could be a year and I will not have it because it can't get out of there because I'm so, cl- my, it, my pussy just slammed shut It's slammed shut. You can't give somebody feelings. It just slams their pussy right shut. You got to get the ones that open up, you know, the happy ones. The sad ones make it go. Slam. I'm not trying to date. (laughs) I'm like, okay, thank you so much. Wow, I really appreciate that. And I was like, okay, then I don't want to see you. I don't do casual hookups. And he said, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) yes, you dumped me a week ago. I'm not going to fuck you. And then he says, why not? (laughs) Why not? Like at this point. Okay, and here's the thing. I'm laughing about this now, but this was so terrifying because he was like not acknowledging reality and it sounds so like out of, and I was just like, what? Are you serious right now? Why not? Are you stupid? How stupid. Okay. So I say, you treated me like shit. I do not fuck people who make me feel like shit. I'm like, okay, let me get a little bit more explicit with it. He seems to not be getting the point. (laughs) And then he says, I didn't treat you like shit. Oh, no. What's happened? Has he lost his memory? (laughs) I'm concerned. I should call his mother. So I just said I know when I am being treated poorly. Do not lie to me. You do not make me feel so trying to really spell it out here. You do not make me feel happy. You make me feel sad. I do not want to fuck someone who makes me feel sad. Now that seems pretty clear, right? I'm trying to explain it in a way that a, somebody with a an adult man's penis in a but a kindergartner's brain would be able to comprehend. And so then he said, you stopped taking your medicine and wouldn't think about how it affected me. And I didn't answer that, I don't think. Be- or whatever. You stopped taking your medicine and, didn't, and wouldn't think about how it affected me, which, as you know, that was an accident, and I was in physical withdrawal symptoms <laughs> due to lack of resources and access to healthcare. So he says, you wouldn't think about how it affected me. Obviously, I was right. I'm trying to give you a chance, but you still don't think for yourself. What does that mean? That part, I don't even have a joke about it because it's like, what does that make? You don't think for yourself. Did he learn that out of a comic book? Is that from, like, it sounds like a comic book thing to say. Like, you still don't think for yourself, Chelsea or, or what Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, you all, you never, uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of like where this would even, uh, that wasn't a good one, but you still don't think for yourself, but you're trying to control me, so you're, could you, what? You know that, okay, Uh, and then I Yeah. So he said, I'm trying to give you a chance, but you still don't think for yourself. Like, thank you so much for the honor, sire. I'm going to prepare a uh, play in three acts. And uh, it does have a bit of multimedia. And at the end, it says, uh, you know what? I really have missed when I see you go fuck yourself. Because what the fuck does he think? I don't understand. OK. But you still don't think for yourself. And so I was like, OK, we'll better get more explicit at this point. I don't need you. You had your chance and you treated me like shit. And then he said, but you are still doing things I motivated you to do. Well, all you did was mope and make me depressed. What? 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 What, 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 what is he talking about? And so I said, dude, (laughs) it's not my fault you can't face your emotions. I'm doing well and tearing me down won't make you feel better about yourself. And he said, gotcha. I made the correct decision. Ten minutes later, you know how to reach me. Ten minutes later, let me know if you want to have some fun. And then I'm, (laughs) wow. Let me just say, (laughs) he's going out. Head held high because wow, that is, you know what? Honestly, now I kind of like him. I mean, I'm not going to go talk to him, but that is really funny <laughs> as an exit. Like, are you kidding me? He really, how did he triple down? And here's the thing the cruelty inherent within this is so painful that I have our, I can't even <laughs> begin to address it because it just made me so sad about the whole universe that this is something that people do because this is what's happened to me before. And it's just so clearly, it, it's so nuts. I got so angry because it's like, I'm clearly not, I'm not that nuts. Like I'm being pretty chill about this. You know, I feel like that was pretty chill. All I said was like, I'm not interested. You did not treat me well. And then he'd say, I did. And I'd say, stop it. I don't want to see you because you bad. And he said, "Mm, you bad. And I said, "Ah, I'm good. It is okay. You may go. And he said, you're bad. And I said, -uh. (laughs) gotcha I made the correct decision which is excellent it sounds like he thinks he's Nick Fury in that moment just like the troops have assembled I was right about the war, but really he's just sitting there like probably on the toilet and he he's probably sitting on the toilet drinking Sprite out of like a 2 liter like sh- taking a shit in his mom's bathroom. You know, like what is he doing right now that he feels like he can say that? Like I am in my new apartment that I just moved into and is full of supplies for knitting, so no big deal, but I'm out here Hoenn. and you know I'm already back on the horse and the horse is heroin. I like to do a lot of heroin when I'm having a breakup just have a good time, really let it all out. Just like Shania Twain says, man, I feel like a woman on heroin. Okay. So <laughs> I'm getting my mojo back Aaron. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. It's just the stuff he said is so crazy. It's not. Oh my God. But you are still trying, but you are still doing things I motivated to you to do. That one was super crazy, because specifically i think he's probably i think he's talking about this podcast specifically because he he did really push me to do this and he listened to the stuff that I wanted and was very good about conveying it and helping me understand that uh, but he's not good at me talking <laughs> like. What you are still doing things I motivated you to do? Yeah, if you taught me how to ride a bicycle, I would still ride a bicycle. You don't own that. Like that's not proprietary. That you were like, hey, why don't you get a hobby? And then I or like hey or like hey, why don't you get a new job? That's like if if we were together and he was like, I really think you should go for that new job, and I got one, and then and then we broke up, and he was like, yeah, but you're still at that job, and I'd be like, yeah. And you're off the health insurance now. What are you talking about? Like, I can... Yeah, because I do a job. Do you have one? Because you don't seem to have a house. I'm very confused about where you live, you know? Also, like, why are you asking people for money? Why are you acting... He's acting like the phantom of the opera right now. What the fuck is this shit? He popped down out of a ceiling tile to be like, I know all. Half my face is burned with acid. I'm wearing a cape for sure, because he would. And it's like, why the fuck... I'm trying to grocery shop, right? right now like what are you this is not I don't need to talk to you you like the opera leave me alone gotcha I man this is kind of a sad response though when I I just said dude it's not my fault you can't face your emotions I'm doing well and tearing me down won't make you feel better about yourself and then he says gotcha and it's like that's sad isn't that sad no? Okay. <laughs> That's not sad. It just sounds like, yeah, he's really trying to reformulate an attack, and this time he really didn't come back well. <laughs> it was like it was like he tried to ride a Trojan horse into the gates, and the, the outside set on fire and melted all the, like, chocolate that was inside, you know? He had, like, poisonous chocolate, and, like, his Trojan horse falls apart, and he comes down in a water bottle of, bottle of chocolate that makes everybody look like they shit themselves. <laughs> like... He just, he mounted an assault and it was just, they fell apart. There was only one, like, it's like they they united in a charge and there was only one night by the time he got to the gate and he just knocked on the door and was like, hello, could you let me in? I'm here to besiege you. And I was like, get out of here. And I threw a chamber pot on him and said, visiting hours are at two and he was like i got you in that castle and i was like i've lived near the castle for a while don't act like i didn't know about this castle and he's like let me know if you want to have some fun and then i turn around and do a line of coke and say the palace is always fun motherfucker Get in line! And then I do that thing where you make a face like you're eating pussy because that's what I always do when I'm wild. <laughs> Get out of the castle! <laughs> but I told you about the castle. You've never been inside the castle. Oh, my God, chill out. The castle is... <laughs> Let me know if you want to have some fun. Uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> let me know if you want to have some fun what if someday I texted him and I was like I want to have some fun I think I'm gonna go bowling then <laughs> just never answered him again <laughs> oh man what the fuck I just I know I went to my therapist earlier so I had it's I don't know it's hard for me to have emotions right now I had a lot of panic attacks and mood swings all day and so I'm struggling and pretty hard and uh so I took a Xanax but well so I so I tried to cancel this podcast recording because um my heart was going really fast and I can't tell if it's because of smoking weed when I'm on Adderall which is prescribed or if it's just because I'm having a physical anxiety uh, thing and um so I've been doing something where I just smoke a ton of weed. So, you know, maybe we'll figure it out. And (laughs) no, I don't smoke a ton of weed, just a little bit. Yeah. Basically I saw my therapist in a huge panic today and she was like, okay, well I think you should just take more Xanax and not talk to Jeff again. And I was like, man, you're really good at your job. (laughs) You're so good at this. Um, but oh yeah, so I tried to cancel this because my heart was racing really, really fast, like a like a you know horse galloping, and um, I couldn't tell. I it's I couldn't tell if it was physical anxiety or if it was like a physical symptom that's like bad that I have to watch. And so is it both because they're providing one another. So then I have to lay down and then I try to take a a reset nap, which is when I lay down and try to be unconscious so that maybe when I wake back up I'm in a different state. So that's a really fun way to um, get confused. You know what? No, I fucking love it. I think it might be considered maladaptive in some senses, but sometimes you just got to take a reset nap. Then I wake up in the night and I'm like, this is my time. I'm like one of those fucking uh, like extras in a Buffy episode. You know, I'm out there at night. I'm wearing pleather. I'm ready to go. Like I want to hold like a ginger beer at the mid or whatever the fuck their thing was called. What is that? Is that the one from Say by the Bell and the Buffy one is called something else? It's like nobody has a fucking club in high school. Why are they pretending like you do? Like tables where you stand, high tops. Get the fuck out of here. You were sitting at a Chili's like everybody else eating nachos, splitting queso dip. There's no way you were dancing in a midriff top with color coordinated outfits and your mom let you out of the house wearing that makeup, okay? Nobody looks like that in high school. You know how they look? They look like somebody is spilling potatoes out of a sack. That's how everybody looks in high school. Okay, that's not true. That was just me. But you know what? I did look good, but I looked horrible. You know what I mean? It's like you're a teenager. You just... It's so awkward. Man, so he said all that stuff to me. So I was terrified. And now I kind of... Oh, yeah. So I had to take a Xanax to come over here because I keep having episodes all day, every day. And I think... I guess my therapist told me it is sort of trauma. It's traumatic with a lowercase t, and also it is connected to former episodes of trauma that this elicits and makes me lock up because I I lock up. Everything locks up. It's like I think, and I think, and I don't know. This could be wrong but any whatever anything could be wrong I think that because my dad died when I was so young then I probably have those issues with abandonment are it results in probably insecure attachments which then result in compulsive behaviors used to emulate the things i'm comfortable with which are the negative patterns that have been present in my life i always expect people to not come back so then i sometimes try to push them out and then when i see them being pushed out then i freak out even more but i'm it's like the second i see somebody trying to reach me i try to try to mm, act so weird that i shut it down before they can do it So I was like, this person just ripped my heart out in a super crazy and unexpected way that we were not planning for. And she was like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, I know, right? And she was like, well, okay, this is not normal and this is not chill. So chill out. Do the shit that we talked about. Figure it out. Just calm down because he's being nuts right now. She was like, "Okay, well, that's crazy. So let's, you know, focus on moving. Let's get this together. Like, use this strategy. Like, try to try to focus on this this week." And I was like, "Oh, and by the way, maybe I'm talking to somebody who's like really hot, and it's not a big deal. But okay, I shouldn't be. So okay, I guess like it's time's up. But whoa, well, what are we gonna do?" <laughs> and she was like, "I oh, but ah," uh, eh. and I was like, "Uh oh, I'm not allowed to." <laughs> Replace the affection, use the rejection of men to replace it with the affection of other men who also are not trustworthy yet. Because I don't know them that well, but maybe they could take the place of person who hangs shelves for me. Because I just moved, and like I was telling you, I don't. I just want to get to the point of being single where I don't have to move my own furniture anymore. Because it's like. I do feel like I have to prove this point and be like, okay, I can figure out how to put up this shelf, but I just really don't want to. And it would be awesome if somebody would just do it because I know where it's supposed to go and it's going to look so cute. And that sounds so silly, but I just want my shelf up, you know? But that's the thing. That's how I know this breakup is for the best. He never would have hung a shelf for me. So there's I can never put anything on the shelf you won't hang. All right. Well, in order to resume some semblance of normalcy in the course of this program and my life, now I am going to prove to you that I can read by reading this question that I received from this person on the internet of Instagram. Question. Okay, I have a 29-year-old friend who didn't really do any partying in college, and now all she wants to do is go out late partying, which is like, you do you, girl, but she wants me to go with her. And at 28, all I want to do is go to bed at 10 and never get wasted again, and I don't care if that makes me a grandma. Legit. We have other friends who still go out and party, but she doesn't want to go with them, just me and another similarly grandma-type friend. I've kept turning her down and explaining my reasoning, but she keeps persistently nagging. What should I do? All right, I've got a very simple answer to this, and it's called rohypnol. So here's what you need to... (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Uh, I can't say I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Uh, so this person wants to hang out with you. Honestly, tell her to fuck off. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not great at relationships right now. Here's what I do. I try to never let them in in the first place. That's what my goal has been. Do you Have you ever had a job? Go to there and tell them nothing. Tell them nothing. They're your enemies. I don't know. I like to keep it real separate because, oh, I don't want them in my real life. They can't handle it. They can't handle me. Anyway, okay, so here's the question. She wants to go out partying. She wants you to go with her. And you're like, nah. And she's like, do it. Maybe she wants you guys to go because she knows that they won't, that you won't let her end up wearing her dress inside out in the gas station in like a 7-Eleven parking lot, smoking cigarettes that you found in the dumpster and grabbed from a rat. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why she wants you to go, which is an honor. Um... But also, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. I'm, well, I don't know. I'm torn because it's like, on one hand, it's like, do you say yes to the dress? And on the other hand, it's like, what if I just sat? You know, it's so good. I've been trying to engage in more things when people invite me in order to build relationships, have less social anxiety, learn new things. That being said, Clubs are places where come goes to party. And I just feel like everything's covered in come. So why do we need to go there? Oh, at 28, there's Tinder. Like, go to a, I don't even know, what do people do now? They go to a vegan vape cafe inside of a cave. Like what? I don't know what's cool anymore. Why does she want to go out partying? Is it because she's trying to fuck? Maybe she's trying to fuck and she doesn't know how to fuck and she need she wants you to wing person. But you're at home knitting. So I don't understand. So, okay, here's the deal. Your friend wants to go partying. She wants you to go with her and you don't want to go. And you've told her why. First of all, it seems like you've taken a great approach to this issue and what you are doing should have worked. So my number one advice is keep doing you, girlfriend, because you're nailing it. And this person is confusing me. Number two, she sounds like she's bored. She needs a hobby. She needs to be getting some dick. She needs to be whittling or... Oh, God, learning how to navigate helium balloons. I don't know what she needs, but why is she freaking out about going out all the time? Is she the same age as you? Because if so, this seems like a weird thing to do at this age. Is it a weird thing to do at this age? It seems like too much. I don't like it, but why? Just be like, why? I hate it. Why? I don't know. Why? Why would you go? What are you going to wear? What would I even wear? Do you have shoes that you're ready to ruin like that? Like The floor is so sticky from champagne that somebody poured on a hooker's butthole. Why would we want to go there? We would have to stand with so many. First of all, do, are you aware of how how many 23-year-old men we would have to see? We would have to see the pants they're wearing now. I hate them. I don't know what they are, but I'm sure I hate them. There is nothing worse because there we're in the Midwest. There is nothing worse than seeing just a crowd of white men ready to walk into a building. It's like they just went golfing with their stepdad in the suburbs. And it's like, who bought you those pants that made you feel like you could do anything trip, you know, like, don't, I don't, I don't want to be meeting any of these Camdens. And you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you, if she wants to go out there, if she wants to get out there, mix it up, then you know what? She's got to, she's got to take a risk too because this is you taking a risk doing something Kind of annoying, but it's like a big, like, social to-do, right? So why don't you compromise? And you're like, okay, we can go out if we go fucking crowd surfing. Because you know what? If you're going to get crazy, get crazy. Don't do it halfway, douchebag, bottle service, mini dress, can't can't handle your liquor club life. Don't do that. If you're going to get crazy, get fucking nuts. Like, if I was going to get crazy, what would—I mean, whiskey. Number one, whiskey— Probably, I mean, I guess you got to have some blow then. I sub- I don't like it at all, though. So I'd probably just take, take the Adderall. And don't do this. I'm a mental health advocate, so this is horrible. But you know what? Dude, if you're going to get fucking nuts... First of all, get a costume. You need a costume. You're going to look incredible. Second of all, cleavage. So much cleavage. Oh, you're going to be nailing it. Cleavage, not your thing. Get your butt in there. That's not your thing. I don't know. Take your glasses off, Sherry. Figure something out. You've got it. Just flaunt it. Okay? So I'm just speaking from experience. Just get one boob out and the rest will follow. Okay, listen. That's a lame ass stupid shit to thing to do. It sounds like you want some excitement in your life. So, try hunting a human, Hunger Games style. Try eating in the dark. You never know what's going to happen. Try a threesome. Try getting rid of that friend. That's exciting. Get rid of that friend. You could be like, hey, you know what? I have been wanting to do something new. And then they'll be like, what? And you'll be like, tell you to fuck off. And then you skip away. Maybe. But honestly, though, maybe that could be not that, but maybe that could be a good in between if you went to like a concert Is that good? Like, if you go out on the town for nightlife, but it's like a band or something, that sounds better. Like, that's doable. Then you could have fun. You could meet people. You could mingle. You could be in a cool spot. And you don't have to see any Russians. So I... um it's something about the clubs. I just I mean I've I don't I've I haven't really been in them a lot because I find what I did the last time I was in one I just I figured out that if you scream you they can't hear you so I would just start yelling sentences into the void so I was leaning over a balcony yelling, I feel very uncomfortable in this situation. And nobody could hear me. So it felt kind of cathartic. Uh, so I would say I do not recommend going into those locations. You know what? If she wants to get crazy, go to a strip club. Experience that. Uh, maybe, I guess. I don't know how, how I feel about that really. But you know what? Go to a rock and roll show that's a good counter offer. If she doesn't accept, then don't do it because it sounds fucking horrible. And what on earth would you wear there? Like, just think about, at 28, what do you wear to a club? I guess jeans and a cute top. All right, I solved it. You can go. <laughs> My name is Lainey Leonard's. Don't tell anybody. They seem to be following me. I'm very confused about it. I don't know where they're coming from. I did not expect this to happen. I thought that once you made a healthy decision in your life, everybody else just went, oh my God, she did it. And then they left you the fuck alone. I didn't realize that they were going to try to fight you every goddamn step of the way. I forgot about that part because I got so into the thing about being healthy where you're like, you know, I can't control the actions of others. All I can control is my own actions, that I forgot that they could have some. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my very best to take the high road and really think about what's best for me and and try not to hurt anybody. And then all of a sudden he's like, hey, bitch, wanna fuck? I'm a stranger. And I was like, what? And he was like, JK, it's me. And he pulled off his fucking Scooby-Doo mask and he was like, now you wanna fuck? And I was like, excuse me? But you are being a little bit forward right now. And he was like, well, you know what? You're sad, bitch. And I was like, okay, I think I need to go now. And he was like, you'll be back! And I was like, ah, (laughs) I don't think I will. I'm very afraid of you right now. You are acting nuts. Oh, boy. So I'm Lainey Leonards. Don't tell anyone where to find me. That's the opposite of what this career is. But uh, you know what? Honestly, though... Something that's been really amazing is having people listen to this podcast, seeing that people are listening to the whole thing. I've always really enjoyed talking about my experiences with mental health, with emotional well-being and having people. I've always had a lot of people reach out to me about it, thanking me for it. And that's really incredible to me because I don't ever expect that to happen. And so I think something I'm rediscovering right now is something that everybody should know, which is that. If you make one thing, it's terrifying. It's really difficult to share it. It always has been, it always will be. It maybe gets better, but not really as an artist. Like, do you think Rihanna's up there thinking, wow, my next song's going to be a hit? No, that bitch knows she can't sing. She's got to keep it tight. It gets more stressful, you know, as you get as you get further into it. So I'm just saying it's really hard to make things and it's really terrifying. And um, I'm really happy that I made this. So I'm going to keep making this. You can keep finding me here. Please rate it five stars. That would really help me if you're interested in touching all five stars. You could check out my Facebook to see how my mom accidentally rated it one star and then rated it five stars twice in order to compensate for her poor rating. She was very confused. If you want to schedule a time to watch me cry, I've been charging $200 an hour and I sit in a steam bath in Wisconsin. So I would really love for you to bring cheese curds, leave them outside the door, open the hole, and then just take a look and really take a gander. That's my new thing. I feel good about it. I'm confident. Uh, Here's where you can see me coming up on the 9th. uh, Sunday the 9th, I'll be at the Laugh Factory. On Thursday the 13th, I'll be at Live from Mom's Basement. On on the 15th and 16th, I'll be in the Wisconsin Dells with my mom because she really wants us to enjoy some family time. And on the 17th, I'll be back at the Laugh Factory. So feel che- free to check me out at all of those locations uh, and to send bodyguards. Uh, I, <laughs> You can check me out there Check, and uh, you can find me on Instagram at itlainie, I-T-L-A-I-N-I-E, uh, also on Twitter and Facebook. But thank you for listening. And guess what? Next week, murder a guy. Dun dun dun.